thank you, we thank you, we thank you for the preciousness of your word. Be glorified as your word gets spoken. And as we, as we pray this morning, as agents of God, we pray that you interfere, you come in between, we mediate and we intercede against the plans of the enemy. And we pray also for this coronavirus to die and fall off the ends of the earth so that your complete and perfect will will come to fruition. In the name of Jesus, let the light of your word shine deeply and penetrate. This we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. My sweetheart, God bless you. Amen. Thank you. <clears throat> wow, what a prayer and what a welcome. Remember also after this uh, service and the preaching of the word, we will have as normally on the Lord's Day, every Sunday is the Lord's Day, we will have the Lord's Supper in our houses. Or personally, please have bread and wine. Thank the Lord Jesus for his death. Fall in love with him. Ask him what he wants you to do for him. Always you must ask those two things that Paul, when he was Saul, lying on the ground there on his way to Damascus, he asked two questions. Lord, who is this speaking to me? And number two, what do you want me to do for you? The more you, be, uh, the more you know who Christ is, the more you want to please him and work for him to the glory of God. Amen. My wife just read to you in Matthew uh, uh, chapter 16. She read to you what is the calling of the church. Amen. The calling of the church. Jesus says, I will build my church. Amen. It stays his church. That word church is ecclesia, which means an elect people. People selected out of the world. Praise God. We are privileged to have been selected and elected by God out of this world. And we are a peculiar, a very special people for the Lord Jesus Christ. God's attention and his concern and his love is for the church. The church is the purpose of God. Uh, in fact, it is the original purpose why God created man. Because God is after a bride for his son. Threefold things the eternal purpose of God is. A bride for God's son. God the Father wants the family. And the Holy Spirit wants to tabernacle and dwell amongst us. Hallelujah. There we see the Trinity, their eternal purpose in a nutshell. Praise the Lord. So uh, uh, soak yourself with the word of God this morning to the glory of our Heavenly Father. We see also the eternal purpose of God in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, where God says, Let us make man in our likeness and in our image. Let them have dominion in four areas. They must have dominion. And that was God's eternal purpose. Amen. He says, 
uh, over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air. God wants to uh, uh, his people to have dominion over the cattle. He wants us to have dominion over every creeping thing. Hallelujah. So in Genesis 1 verse 26, we see also in a nutshell, God's eternal purpose. But I just want to concentrate and show you God wants us to have dominion. Hallelujah. That's one of the main purposes that God has called the church into existence. Hallelujah. Amen. And we thank God that we are privileged to be part of his church. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm preaching about the gospel of the kingdom. I'll read to you here uh, Matthew 24, and I'm reading verse 14. Very important verse. Praise God. I'll show you now later on. There are three gospels. It's the same gospel, the same savior and message, the Lord Jesus. Christ is the center of everything in what God's, God is doing. We call it the centrality of Christ. Hallelujah. Therefore, don't only speak of God everywhere. I see believers speak God is good, God this, God that. Man, there are many gods. People don't know what God you are referred to. Therefore, God is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Speak about Jesus his full titles uh, is, his titles are the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord means the highest authority. Jesus is his human name. Christ is his mission, with what he uh, was on, is the anointed, the Messiah, the Savior, the one through whom salvation has come to the universe, not only to man, but to the universe. So Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, a very important verse. Mark this verse, highlight it in your Bible. Let this verse, because this verse will tell you when the end also will come. Hallelujah. Amen. And let me hasten to say to you, the end of the mission of the church in the earth will be when we have put death under our feet. Hallelujah. Amen. That is just, I speak in a nutshell. Death means, because 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it says the last enemy that must be defeated is death. Amen. And death is, death is many forms. You get dead preaching. You get dead prayer meetings, dead believers. Weakness is a form of death. Okay. Therefore, God through a remnant will be, uh, the remnant will be the majestic ones. Amen. That put all these enemies under the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ. The last enemy is death. It means there are other enemies. And I will show you now later on even our key weapons, how to bring the kingdom of God into manifestation. 
In other manifestation means it's invisible, but through these key weapons, we make the kingdom of God visible. Let me hasten before I read verse 14. A kingdom means there must be a king, and we know the Lord Jesus is the king. And then if you break up the word kingdom, it means a king's dominion. Hallelujah. So God, when we speak of the kingdom, we speak of a territory, an area, a place where a king, the Lord Jesus, exercise dominion. Hallelujah. And dominion, I'll show you later on, is higher even than a principality. Okay? We, we, our, we fight against principalities and powers. Therefore, I will show you we are the majestic ones because even when Satan took a third of God's angels with him, he could not take the angels that had dominion. He could not take the angels that had thrones. Hallelujah. But we have dominion and we will be seated and even now seated on the throne with Christ. But those are for those who meet the qualifications to be seated with Christ. And many don't want to take up the cross, die to themselves. Many are self-will. Many have got so many idols who are believers in their lives, and they won't qualify for the kingdom. For the kingdom. In other words, to bring the kingdom in a visible way to the world. Hallelujah. And I'm going to show you the kingdom have got wonder workings. In other words, works of wonder. Praise God. It will astonish people. Signs and wonders and miracles and dreams and visions. The manifestations of the nine gifts of the Spirit will be displayed. Hallelujah in the earth. But that is through the remnant. Hallelujah. Are you part of the remnant? Do you long to be part of the remnant? Hallelujah. Because today, most people in the church just want to enjoy what Christ has done for them. They don't ever develop to the place, what can I do and must I do for the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. So the gospel of the kingdom is to do, what must I do for Christ Jesus? I want to work for Him. I want to display His wonders. I want to display His glory. Hallelujah. That is what the kingdom of God is mainly all about. In other words, we bring the rule of Christ into situations. We bring the government of the Lord Jesus into situations. But He must first govern in our own lives. He must first govern in all areas of our lives. In other words, in our financial area of our lives, in our clothing, in our possession, in our, our workplace, in our relationships, He must govern. Therefore, Matthew 
6 verse 33, the verse that my wife loves so much, it is of primary importance. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and the things that we search for, it will be added unto us. First, the word first is proton. Amen. So proton, the kingdom of God. And protein, we know, build great and strong bones. It built our immune system stronger. Hallelujah. So let first things be first. Hallelujah. Let us keep our first love for the Lord. Hallelujah. First love, you know, when you fall in love, everything else diminishes in value. So you need to keep your first love. Christ must be supreme. Christ must be tops in your life. Everything turns around Christ. It's like your first love for a person. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we need, and the Lord said to the church in Ephesus, I have this against you, that you don't have your first love and your first works too. Your first works we must, out of your love comes works. Hallelujah. Praise God. So Christ must reign supreme in your life. But the gospel of grace is what is, in the gospel of grace, we see what God has done in Christ for us. But in the gospel of the kingdom, we will see what must we do for the king. What must we do for our Lord Jesus Christ? Are you blessed? Oh man, it is so powerful. The gospel of the good news of the kingdom of God. And we know the first entry place into the kingdom is that you must repent. And at the end of our preaching, I will give you about four key wonders. Hallelujah. Four key miracles of the kingdom. There will be many others as we preach uh, 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 other consecutive Sundays about the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. I'm reading now Matthew 24 verse 14. Look what it says. Jesus says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world. For a witness to all the nations. And then the end shall come. In other words, God, before the rapture, God is going to give a clear witness of the power and the dominion of our Lord Jesus to all the nations. Hallelujah. To all the nations, and then the end shall come. How is he going to show this witness? Through the gospel of the kingdom. It says here, and this gospel of the, this gospel means it's a particular gospel. Hallelujah. The gospel of the kingdom. It must be preached or it must be demonstrated. Hallelujah. It must be displayed that people can see it in your life first. 
and in the church first and through the remnant church to the world. We must demonstrate it. We must manifest it. Hallelujah. The invisible must become visible. People need to behold and see the kingdom of God. That means the king of kings, his rules, he rule in dominion. Hallelujah. I'm reading again the verse. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world. I will show you now 12 areas in the world that this gospel need to be manifested. Or 12 gates. Hallelujah. Amen. These 12 gates is the way the devil enters into this world. And where his activities is in this world. 12 gates. But as my wife read to you, Matthew 16, the Lord says, I give to my church the keys of the kingdom. And there in Matthew 16, we read that the church will overpower the gates of death. The gates of Hades. In other words, through these gates comes death into the world into humanity and I'm going to give you 12 gates which the devil used to come into humanity and into the world but we have the keys of the kingdom to go into and and open those gates and take dominion into those areas are you blessed hallelujah it is powerful To the glory of God. And remember we are the majestic ones. I'm going to give now to you those 12 gates. But I'm reading this again. Hallelujah. And this gospel of the kingdom. Shall be preached in the whole world. For a witness to all the nations. And then the end shall come. Listen my brother and sister. As you realize Where we need to take the gospel of the kingdom. It tells us we need to grow up into soldiers. In our church we greet our people uh, uh, in three uh, three categories. We, We say we greet the members. We greet the disciples. And we greet the soldiers. Where do we get that? Three classes of believers. In the tabernacle of Moses there were three rooms. The outer court. The holy place and the most holy place. Hallelujah. So there are three classes of believers. They are members. They are in the outer court. Then there are disciples. They in the holy place. But soldiers are in the holy of holies. Hallelujah. And I'm speaking to you that you realize that you are a soldier. Hallelujah. Amen. A soldier is not there for his own interest. He is there to expand or the territory of his country. And is there to defend his country. Hallelujah. But we are not so much under defense. We are under attack. Ephesians chapter 6. The weapons of our warfare there in Ephesians 6. are It's weapons of defense. 
to keep your ground in Christ Jesus. But I'm preaching the weapons of the kingdom is weapons and the attack. How to take new territory for God and not defend. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm excited about the gospel of the kingdom being on the attack. Hallelujah. And the more you attack, the more God provides for your needs. Don't live for your needs. Don't live for your lack. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and the things you lack will be added. You don't need to seek it. The Lord will provide it for you. Just as a soldier, he don't provide for his money. He don't provide money for the education of his children. He don't provide for a house. He don't provide for his health, his medical aid. The government provide that for him. Hallelujah. So when you look for the government of Jesus Christ in your life, that is primary. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. When you seek that, your government, heaven, the king of kings, will provide for you the money for your medical condition. He will provide for you the money for the car, for the house, for education, for all areas in your life. So don't waste your time to run after these so-called blessings. Your blessings will come as you become a soldier and you work for the kingdom to expand the kingdom and God will add it to you. Hallelujah. Before you ask, God will provide it for you. One of our key scriptures in FDKC is 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 and 4, where it speaks of being a soldier. Paul says, suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Or endure hardship. Hallelujah. Praise God. We God make soldiers tough. Hallelujah. Amen. We are soldiers. And then that verse in 2 Timothy go further. It says there, and no soldier who are in active service entangles himself in everyday life affairs or civil affairs. But his main aim is to please him who called him as a soldier. Hallelujah. We are not speaking uh, only to members. We want you to migrate, to grow to from the membership states to become a disciple. Hallelujah. In a membership stage, you only look at your pastor as somebody that nurses you. But in the discipleship stage, you have accepted your pastor as a father who disciplines you. And in the soldier stage, you have received your pastor as a commander. Hallelujah. To command the armies of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Members are in the majority in the church. They can leave anytime. They only come to church when they feel like it. They don't have a prayer life. They are not regular. 
They are not constant. They are not loyal. They can anytime become disloyal. Please, you are in the membership states. You need to receive your pastor as a father who can correct you, who can direct you, who can discipline you. Hallelujah. Then you move into the discipleship stage. And then as you receive your pastor as a commander, amen, then you become a soldier. So soldiers are not entangled in everyday life affairs. What is everyday life affairs? It's things that everybody is entangled in those things. And entangle means I'm not free. I'm, I'm in debt. I am in my car always give trouble. Other things. Don't get entangled in everyday life affairs. Hallelujah. But be a soldier. Hallelujah. Amen. Be a soldier is there to defend, but mainly to expand, to advance. The best form of, uh, of defense is to attack. Any team, soccer, rugby, or in, in, in boxing, you cannot all the time defend. You cannot, I must stay away from sin. I cannot go there. I cannot go there. I cannot watch this. No, be on the attack. Hallelujah. When you are on the attack, you will find out your enemy lose courage to stay at peace with you. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm reading this verse again. The gospel, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world for a witness to all the nations and then the end shall come. Please write these 12 gates down. These are the gates that death comes into the world. Death is the fruit of sin. Okay. The wages of sin is death. And Satan is the God of death. Hallelujah. Are you with me? But we have the keys. How to bring the kingdom through those gates into the whole world. Hallelujah. Are you with me? I'm giving you the gates. Praise God. Number one, the gate of education. Do you have that? The gate of education. It means every soldier, every person who's in the remnant. When you're at school, at school, it's your duty to bring the kingdom of God into your school, into your class, into your, for your teachers, for the principal, in university, at for the lecture, for the students. It's your primary duty. You are there in the field of education as a teacher to bring your students, your learners, the kingdom of God, hallelujah, to bring them to submission to the king of kings. And I will show you, God has given us these explosive weapons to bring the kingdom in the gate of education. Hallelujah. Do you have that gate? Number two, 
the gate of the workplace, hallelujah, or the marketplace, the place of business. Are you with me? The marketplace. Are you with me? Do you have that? Hallelujah. That's the economical world. Do you have that? The economical world where the banks, you know, money governs people's lives. Wherever you see people flocking, it's big. people leave even their families for money. People go overseas and stay in, away even from his wife or his family for money. Because money has such a power. Are you with me? Do you have that? Okay, so this is the marketplace, business, economics. We need to bring the kingdom into that gate. Hallelujah. We have the keys of the kingdom to bring. You should bring the Lord Jesus to your workers, your fellow workers in the factory. Whether you were driver, delivering things, uh, packages, it's your duty to bring the kingdom to those who work with you, to the places where you deliver goods. It's your primary duty. Why are you there? Amen. To bring the kingdom to your boss, to bring the kingdom into the lives of your fellow employer, employees. Amen. To bring and your employer to bring the kingdom to them. Hallelujah. That's a preaching on its own. And you through your own life must show that you are prosperous. Hallelujah. Amen. That the kingdom in your life have broken the spirit of poverty. Because it's through that gate that Satan brings death into the world. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. I can speak much more concerning that. Hallelujah. But bring the kingdom into the factory, into the business world, to your boss, to your fellow workers. Hallelujah. Bring the kingdom and also break free from poverty by giving the Lord your tithe. He says, I will open the windows if you do that regularly. And I will pour out such blessings that there won't be room enough to receive. Amen. One of the Psalms says, the Lord delights in the prosperity of his servants. Not of the members. Not of the members. That it is for those who are serving the purpose of the king. God says, I delight in the prosperity of my servants. Hallelujah. Amen. Third John says. I wish above all things. That you may prosper. And be in good health. Even as your soul prospers. Hallelujah. God wants you to prosper. The Bible says. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Verse 20. If you obey God's prophets. He will Prosper you. Hallelujah. The third gate that we need to take uh, uh, possession of. It's the domestic family gate. Hallelujah. Amen. 
We should bring the kingdom to our uncles, to our aunts, to grandma, grandpa. We should bring the kingdom to our family, our brothers and sisters. We need to see that they get saved and come under the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to manifest in our marriages. This is how a kingdom marriage work and operate. This is how children are under submission and obedient to parents. And in this home there are happiness and joy and righteousness. We need let the kingdom come in our domestic life. Fourthly, the kingdom must come. In the gate of sports. Amen. Amen. Are you a soccer player, a boxer, a rugby player, a tennis player, a netball player? You need to bring the kingdom in the gate of sports. We have the keys. Hallelujah. To, and the devil comes through those gates. But we have the keys in the, of the kingdom. Then number five. The media, the, the media, social media world. What a powerful game. Whether it's Facebook, our cell phones, TV, Google, all these ways. How Satan comes through this gate, through so, the, uh, the world of technology. It is powerful. Amen. And we need to take care, even with our cell phones, that we know that our, the Lord governs our cell phones. Because that cell phone in your hand can be a snake in your hand. Because all kinds of things come through those social media, whether it's pornography, sex, explicit sex, all and filth and wrong messages. And dirty and also wrong information. Fake news. Uh, do, do you hear me? The kingdom must govern in social media. Oh, what a preaching can go just around that. And then number six. The moral gate. Amen. Amen. We need to be the salt and the light. In the gate of morals. We should be salt. That would hold corruption. Salt that gives flavor. Salt that makes people thirsty for the water of the Holy Spirit. We should be light in the gate, the moral gate. Amen. In other words, we drive away the lies of Satan through the light of the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. We should bear fruit. Of the kingdom. In the area of morals. Jesus says in Matthew 20. 25, 21. Verse 43. Somewhere there. He says to Israel. I'll take away the kingdom from you. Because you cannot bear the fruit. Of the kingdom. My brother and sisters. In the moral area. We should bring. Amen. The fruit of the kingdom. For your study, the fruit of the kingdom, you will see in Matthew chapter 5, the, 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 the about seven, eight attitudes there. They call it the beatitudes or the beauty to it, the things that beautify the kingdom. Can I mention a few? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who are meek. If you exhibit 
these attitudes, you're bringing the fruit of the kingdom. Blessed are those who thirst and are hungry for righteousness. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. They in, meek means I don't retaliate. I'm forg- I'm, I'm, I, I, I forgive. Hallelujah. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called children of God. Peacemakers, we reconcile people to one another. When there's marital problems, we have the solution. When there's children have problems with their parents, we are peacemakers. Hallelujah. But the main peacemaking is that we bring sinners who are hostile towards God and God is angry with them, but we reconcile them with the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We are peacemakers. Hallelujah. That's in the moral. Is this, that's the sixth gate. I'm going to the seventh gate. The gate of the medical field. If you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you should see to bring the kingdom in that gate. Hallelujah. But we who must manifest the kingdom, we must manifest divine health. We must manifest that we are free from demons because demons cause sickness. Hey, we are free from curses. Because curses brings early death, heart attacks. My wife told uh, me uh, that this man that she worked with many years ago, he built a house, a new house. Man, but he was early in his 40s, before they, the house were nearly completed. Just before him and his family were, were going to enter, he got a heart attack and he passed away. And then my wife said, but his dad, he feared always that will happen to him because his dad and others in his family died like that too. So we are here in the medical field to break the spirit of sickness, to break every curse. Are you blessed? We have the keys of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are we here by the gate, the gate of law? And order. Here is where Jason and Ruth and Kewan and many of us, if you were attorney, if you were lawyer, if you are, uh, 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 if you are in the law area, you need to bring the righteousness of the kingdom. Hallelujah. In all those areas, whether you are advocate, a lawyer, or attorney, or whether you work in uh, uh, a court of law, or uh, at any uh, 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 headquarters where law uh, is exercised, you need to bring the kingdom of God in that area. Number nine, the kingdom must come in the government, the political area. Hallelujah. I move quicker. And number 10, in the music and arts gate. Man, we need to bring God's music. Hallelujah. We need to win people who are guitarists, soulless, drummers. Amen. We must win them for God and bring the gospel music 
of the kingdom in that field. Number 11, in religion. Amen. Whether it's Islam, whether it's a cult, whether it is Hinduism, whether it is uh, what, uh, whether it's the Jehovah Witness, whether it is what kind of field we need in the religious field, we need to demonstrate the gospel of the kingdom to the glory of God and win people who are in strongholds religiously. Hallelujah. And the last, the 12th gate, is in the community. We must take over the community. We must break the siege over the mind of people in your street. You must be concerned about your neighbors and win them for God. Hallelujah. Do you have those 12 gates? I need to move quicker. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me show you. There were three falls. Amen. Please write down. Three falls. Not only one fall. And then I'll show you. Therefore there's three gospels. The three falls is number one. The fall of Satan. Who took a third of God's angels. And he's got also demons under him. That was the first fall. The second fall is the fall of humanity. Where Adam sinned and came under the government of Satan and became a prison of sin, of sickness, of curses, and of death. That's the second fall. The third fall, because Adam is the crown of creation, he should have governed this world on God's behalf. So the third fall is the fall of creation. There you, therefore, you've, you get uh, wilderness, deserts. Therefore, you get thunder, tornadoes. You get these violent winds, tsunamis. Therefore, you get in creation the viciousness in lions. Do you hear me? In the kingdom, after the church has been raptured, and after the great tribulation, the thousand years... Of Christ's reign where the kingdom will be visible on the earth in its fullness. The Bible says the lion will play with the child. And the child, the snakes, and if they lost the curse that's upon them. They lost the viciousness. The, 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 the killer instinct is gone. But because Adam... The, the, the one who was in charge and should be in charge of creation has fallen. So creation has fallen. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes. Praise God. Therefore the Bible says creation waits with longing for the manifestation of the sons of God. Romans chapter 8. In other words, creation waits that we must come into our fullness. Amen. Amen. Creation long. There's a groaning, and we groan, and the Spirit groan, for us to get into our full inheritance, to free us from this curse over creation. And when creation fell, the Bible said it brought forth thorns and thistles. Now I give you the solution in the three Gospels. There were three falls. And therefore there are three Gospels. Hallelujah. Are you with me? 
The first gospel is the gospel of grace. The gospel of grace. Amen. And that gospel is to redeem mankind back to God. Amen. The purpose of the gospel of grace is redemption. Redemption means to board back, to buy back. Hallelujah. We have belonged to God. The devil has stolen mankind away from God, made them prisoners of ease. But through the gospel of the grace of God, God is redeeming us, bringing us back. I give to you now the three gospels. The gospel of grace is to bring redemption. Number two, the second gospel is the gospel we preach about. The gospel of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. And this gospel is to restore through man the heavens for God. Hallelujah. The church's main mission is to restore heaven. You say, what is that all about? Because Satan governed the second heavens. Therefore, the Bible, when the Bible speaks, there will be a new heaven and a new earth. You must ask yourself, is there then something wrong with the heavens? Yes, because there's three heavens. Paul says, I was caught up into the third heaven. Are you with me? So, and then the Bible, the third heaven is where God dwells. Praise God. I don't know even if above the third heaven, if there is paradise. Amen. But that's for studying. Hallelujah. Praise God. The third heaven. Paul was caught up. But the Bible says, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, Satan set up his kingdom in the second heavens. Because the Bible says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers in the heavenlies. Do you hear me? In the heavenlies. Wow. Do you hear me? So we, we, our problems originate from the devil that has block of God in the second heaven because God is in the third heaven. He stopped God from entering into this earth. But God has got representatives in the earth. Me and you, the majestic ones. I'll enter I'll, I'll this morning to show you how majestic you are. Hallelujah. Praise God. How majestic we are. We are the people the devil fear. The devil don't want you to understand this gospel. The devil don't want you to see this. This is a well-kept secret, even away from the church, that therefore the church are more materialistic orientated. Because the devil said even to Jesus, listen what he said when he tempted him. He said, look at the kingdoms of this world. He says, look at his, its glory and its splendor. You know, Jesus, he said, it has been handed over to me. Who gave it to him? Adam gave it to him. Adam betrayed God and gave the heavens and the earth to Satan. Jesus didn't argue and said to him, 
It's, it's, uh, it's not true. Even after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. The Bible, say, Paul says, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. So that the glory of the gospel cannot shine in their hearts. There Satan is called the God of this world. Say first, John chapter 5. The Bible will tell you we are of God. But this whole world lies in the lap and control of the evil one. We have the weapons to break the rule of Satan over this world and um, the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. Not the gospel of the side of the earth. The gospel of the kingdom of heaven. It's the church's duty to take over the second heavens for God. To this Lord Satan over our communities, over the lives of people, over our families. Our wrestle is not against flesh and blood. Our war is not, and therefore the weapons of our warfare, it's not carnal, but it is mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds, fortresses. To bring every thought under the authority of Christ. The strongholds is in the minds of people. The stronghold over race, a certain race. The stronghold over a certain country. Like South Africa had a stronghold of apartheid and racism. And there's a stronghold over denominations. There's even a high place of denominations. Where people worship God from high places. High places is even higher than a stronghold. What a shock. Therefore it's a remnant. It's a remnant. That will qualify and make themselves available. To overthrow Satan out of the second heaven. Edgar, where do you get that? Romans chapter 12. The dragon that stood before the woman. That woman was the church to prevent her from giving birth to the church. It was not only Christ. Christ is the head of the church. We his body. But it was us too. The overcomers. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says this man child will rule. Amen. With the rod of iron. And if you read in the church of Thyatira. You will read the overcomers. Rule with the rod of iron. And there in in Revelation chapter 12. You will see when the child will be caught up through the rapture. The Bible says. The Michael and his angels will chuck the devil out of the second heavens. And then he will come to the earth. Because then it is the great tribulation. Then he has lost his rule in the second heavens. And the Bible says he will come down with great wrath. Because he knows his time is short. Do you know demons know their time? 
When Jesus wanted to drive out the devils, the devil says, I know who you are, Jesus. You are the Holy One of God. You are the Son of God. Hey, the disciples after many years only discovered that Jesus is the Son of God. But at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, demons already knew. They said, I will know who you are. You are the Son of God. The Holy One of God. And then they said, they plead, they prayed, they plead. They said, don't torment us. It's not yet our time for to be tormented. Do you hear me? So the devil knows the time. And with this coronavirus and with this, uh, uh, what is happening in the world, the devil knows the time is running out for him. Therefore, the spirit of the Antichrist is powerfully at work today. And the devil wants to kill as many people because he's a manslaughterer, a murderer from the beginning. The devil likes wars. The devil likes conflict. To kill of relationships, to bring enmity, unforgiveness between husband and wife in relationships. The devil loves its death. It's death. But we have the keys of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So the second gospel is the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. Then the gospel of the kingdom of the earth is the eternal gospel. The third gospel is the eternal gospel. Hallelujah. That you find in Revelation chapter 14. The eternal gospel is to take over the earth also. That gospel. That side of the gospel will be preached mainly by the Jews. Because they are God's rulers of the earth. Do you hear me? They are God's rulers. Therefore Jesus is called the Lord of Lords towards the church. But the King of Kings towards the Jews and the nations. Do you hear me? He to us. He's our husband. And in the Bible days, the husband was called Lord. You understand? Do you hear me? So to the church, he's the Lord of Lords. But to the Jews is and the nations, he's the king of kings. But we take him in all his fullness. Lord of Lords and King of Kings. To the glory of God. Let me now show you how Jesus on the cross reverse all three of that. And then I want to close you by saying to you how majestic we are. Okay. Praise the Lord. Amen. Or let me first rather close by showing you how majestic we are. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalm 16 verse, verse 3. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then in Colossians, I'll show you how majestic we are. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Psalm 16, verse 3. The Bible says, God says here, as for the saints who are in the earth. Do you see? It's not those who have passed away. We are in the earth. And we have been called here by a special title, saints. 
Do you hear me? Therefore, it's not everyone who qualifies. Saints is the holy ones. The ones who live holy. Not every time abuse God's grace. The gospel of the grace of God. Many who are just in the gospel of the grace is me, 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 myself, my wife, us for, and my children, us for, and no more. That's the gospel of the grace. Is, is God is your servant, and you come with your shopping list. I need a car, I need a new suit, suit. I need a other car now, I need a better cell phone, I need a other house, I need to expand my house, I need this. That's the gospel of the grace of God. We speak of the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. What we can do for God. What God wants to do through us. Psalm 16 verse 3. As for the saints who are on the earth. They are the majestic ones. In whom is all my delight. I'm reading to you the New American Standard Bible. Which is one of the most accurate to the original language. Hallelujah. That word majestic is also the excellent one. But to be majestic means, you know, they call the queen your majesty. To be a majesty means I am over an arsenal of explosive mighty weapons. I've got thousands of soldiers under me. And I want to show you now in five minutes time how majestic we are. And why therefore we are armed and dangerous to bring the kingdom into five, all those 12 gates to the glory of God. They are the majestic ones in whom is all my delight. My brothers and sisters, we who are soldiers, kingdom soldiers, we are the remnant. The overcomers, you are all God's delight. Hallelujah. But let me show you how you become a majestic one. Hallelujah. Let me first show you. Praise God. Read with me Psalm 141. Hallelujah. 141. One of our favorite verses of scripture. Hallelujah. How do you become a Excellent one. Psalm 141. Hallelujah. Verse 5 it says. Let a righteous man smite me. It will be a kindness. Do you hear me? My head won't refuse it. Because it will be excellent oil. To my head. Hallelujah. Praise God. The righteous one. Who develop you. And bring you excellent oil. Where you become excellent. This is the other anointing. The anointing with excellence. Excellence means premier, top class, rare, a class of its own. I want to make you into a class of its own. The choice grade, the highest grade to the glory of God. Hallelujah. But you can only become that. If you have a command that you take correction and instructions from. Bishop Dad taught me that pilots and soldiers, they don't get teachers. 
Because with a teacher, you can have your own opinion. But these two uh, uh, officers get instructors. Because when you're a pilot, your plane is in the air, you've got 300 passengers. It can be doctors, it can be scientists, it is husbands, it is children, it is students. You are carrying very precious cargo. Hallelujah. Amen. So I am here as an instructor, as a righteous man. And even as a righteous man, the verse says, if there's failures in the instructor, you must pray for him. Hallelujah. But God has appointed me to be an instructor. Hallelujah to the glory of God. Please turn with me as I close to Colossians chapter 1 that I show you quickly. Hallelujah. Show you that we are higher than even the devil himself. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you with me? Praise the name of the Lord. I'm reading to you. Christ have made all things. Hallelujah. I'm reading here verse 16. And with this we're going to close to the glory of God. Amen. For by him, verse, uh, verse 15 and verse 16. Are you with me? I'm reading here in the King James Version. And then we close. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. Who is, who is the Christ is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of creation. In other words, when God created the creation, it was a, it was for Jesus Christ. Verse sixteen: For by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible. In other words, Christ created it all. Whether they be thrones or dominions, principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Hallelujah. Here we see four areas in succession of authority. Number one is thrones. Secondly, dominion. Thirdly, principalities. And fourthly, powers. Now the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against, not dominions, principalities and powers. And then lower down. But the kingdom has brought to us dominion. Do you see it's above principalities? Do you see thrones are is above thrones are above dominions because we have been called to sit with Christ on his throne. I'm blessing you with this word to say when Satan left the earth the heaven heavens, he left it with a third of God's angels, but he could not take with him the angels that had dominion. And the angels that are on thrones. So we are enthroned. And we have dominion. Genesis 1 verse 26. 
Make them in the image and the likeness of God. And give them what? Dominion. Hallelujah. Uh, do you see that? I will open it up more for you next week. But I want to leave you to real with the message. You have dominion. Hallelujah. You have dominion. And we have the keys of the kingdom. To take it through all these 12 gates. Remember I repeat. There were three falls. And we therefore there's three gospels. The gospel of grace. The gospel of the kingdom. And then the eternal gospel. But we are the majestic ones. In whom God has all his delight. Christ has all his delight. Are you blessed? Please go and listen to this podcast at least two, three times again. Amen. And be tuned in until Tuesday as I go on further with part 11 about wake up to the countdown to the rapture. The rapture is around the corner. But before that, we will demonstrate the gospel of the kingdom. As a witness to all the nations. And this gospel will be demonstrated in the whole world. And the whole world is your world. You say, I'm in the medical world. Then it's your duty to bring the gospel there. You say, I'm in the law world. You say, I'm in the education world. You say, I'm in the sports world. I'm in the music world. We need to bring the gospel of the kingdom and manifest it in the whole world. Please, if you are not born again, you need to get born again. This is the entrance into this kingdom. John 3, Jesus says, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So if you want to be part of this kingdom of the Lord Jesus... Then please pray this prayer with me. All of us who want to become soldiers, move out of the membership and discipleship area into soldiers. Pray this prayer with me. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, I understand you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Forgive me my rebellion and my sins against you. I've disregarded you. I repent of my sins. I turn away from this world. This ungodly world. I reject Satan. To rule my life. I give my life to you Lord Jesus. I thank you for dying for me. You died in my place. You, take the, you took the judgment. And the punishment of my sins upon yourself on the cross. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus Christ, wash away my sins through your precious blood. I accept you and I submit my life as Lord and Savior. You are Lord and Savior. Of my life. I worship you Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father. I don't want to be a member anymore. 
I want to move higher. Become and become a disciple and a soldier. Work through me to bring your kingdom into my world and spread it and demonstrate the kingdom of God and make it manifest in all areas of this world. I thank you for the privilege to this Lord Satan out of the air, the atmosphere, and bring the atmosphere of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for reminding me that I am your majestic one. I am the excellent one in whom you have all your delight. Thank you, Lord, that I'm armed and I'm dangerous to the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen to the song and then after that receive the blessing of the Lord. And joy also after this. You found me At my worst You died At my worst You loved me And at my worst You tried To tell me That the best thing I could do Would be to give my
The Lord bless you, the Lord keeps you, the Lord let his face shine upon you. The God of Abram, Isaac and Jacob, he bless you. In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be blessed. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the sweet fellowship and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with everyone that has been tuned in. Bless your church and help us to rise up to what our calling is, Heavenly Father. Let the kingdom of the gospel of the kingdom, let it spread faster with greater effect. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be blessed. Soldiers of the living God, be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.